Warning. This podcast may contain spoilers for whatever TV show or movie is mentioned. Please listen at your own discretion. Welcome to Viewers Anonymous. Yeah, I'm, I'm Scoop Brunson. Okay. And I'm S.I. Foster. And this is Viewers Anonymous. And uh, look, man, before we get started, man, I wanted to tell you, man, uh, happy birthday. You know what I'm saying? I had, had a chance to say it to you. Appreciate well, it, man. I told you on Facebook, but you know what I'm saying? I had to, had to let you know, <laughs> man. See, see my guy had celebrated a birthday. So I was that, man. Oh, as a matter of fact, I'm spilling the beans, man. I just saw you just got a birthday present from one, one of your kids. So how did your oh, yeah, birthday, yeah, yeah, how did yeah, your birthday yeah. weekend go? Um, well, you know what I'm saying? Uh it was it was weird because usually my birthday is like on Friday or like Saturday, but this it was on uh Wednesday. So um I didn't really do I really didn't do anything. I went to work, uh, which a lot of people got surprised because usually I'd like take that day off. But uh I went to work, man. Um Came home, my kids and my wife made me a cake. And then, uh, you know what I'm saying, I, I did a little bit on the grill. You know what I'm saying, I grilled some fish. Because I had a hankering to put some fish in. Uh, that was about it, man. Uh, I'm going to continue the barbecue uh, tomorrow on Saturday. And uh, kick it with the kids and the wife, man. They, uh, You know what I'm saying, like you just said, they got me a gift. They got me a, a Cleveland Browns bucket hat. You know what I'm saying, so... I'm ready and prepared for the summer and the upcoming season. So, man, it was it was good, though, man. You know what I'm saying? Man, 32 feel all right. 32? Ooh, I wish I can go back to 32. <laughs> you know, but I'm getting old, man. Shit, I just turned 35 this year, man, back in January. So, just like, man, no. I'm 35, but, man, the knees in the backfield, 42. But I'm telling you, man, especially since – I fucked oh, up my Achilles. Man, I'm telling you, man, yeah. I, when I messed up my Achilles back January of two, what, I did that back uh, last year, man, and it was, yeah. whoo, but I still, still feel it, man, still feel it. And it's like, they, they, and you know, the old people will tell you, they'll say, hey, when you get older, you get hurt, that shit take longer to heal. But when you're young, oh, you're yeah. like, like, shit, that ain't gonna happen to me. I'm gonna be good. Listen, I got I got a knee injury from I <laughs> I think I was ten. Pee football. I hyperextended my left knee, and to this day, man, that's it's the worst ache and pain I get on my body. If I sleep wrong, I feel it. <laughs> I can't like if I if I'm if I'm jumping or if I'm doing anything and I don't continuously do it. Like if I if I go hoop tomorrow, I gotta ice my knee. I gotta take some some leave or something the night before. Cause if not, my knee gonna swell up into a big softball, man. Like it's it's the worst, bro. Yeah, yeah, man. I, I, I wanted to tell you, man. You know, when we jumped on. I was like, man, happy birthday, man. You know, cause it's like 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 Charlamagne the God always say, man. It's a blessing to age, man. It's a blessing to have a birthday, man. You know what I'm saying? To, to, to go on with life, especially when you got kids and the family and all that type of stuff. You start looking at age differently. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? When you got the kids and all that type of stuff. So, you know what I'm saying? I wanted to get that out there. But uh, 
But before we get started in the, before we get started in the movie, man, uh, I just wanted to say, me and you, we we had a lengthy discussion about the past, yeah. uh, about the past podcast that was on, uh, the already home podcast, and uh, <laughs> yeah, it's funny, it's funny, it's funny, but it's. <laughs> It's funny, but it's not funny. It's hilarious, bro. It is hilarious. Because, bro. It's hilarious. Because I was thinking, man, because uh, I was thinking, you know, podcast-wise, you know, because I, I, when I was listening to it, I listened to it with the with the podcast ear, you know, and I was yeah. thinking, and I was thinking, like, man, I wonder what's going through his brain right now, just for the people that listens to the already home podcast to come over to the viewers anonymous you know i just (laughs) just just before you know just just a little early cleanup man was there because i told you i was surprised that you released it on how everything went down you know as far as not being you know i'm saying controlled in the type of way that you wanted it were there anything that you would want to say to the already home fans about that last part? Um, well, first off, uh, I want to apologize to the, you know what I'm saying, already home listeners, man, because, you know, um, they expect uh, better quality than what we gave out. You know what I'm saying? We've given out better quality than what that last episode was. But um, since, you know what I'm saying, since this is a, a film and television podcast, you know what I'm saying? I would like to um, talk about uh, how I felt <laughs> with the metaphor of the movie Inside Out um, from Disney Pixar. If, you, if, any, if anybody ever seen that movie, there's um, a bunch of different little characters in the movie and each character represents like a human emotion. So like it's one that's like joy, it's one that's um, happiness, it's one that's sad. It's one that's uh, like angry all the time. So uh, <laughs> the little ang- the angry one is like a little short red dude. That's how I felt through the whole podcast. <laughs> I felt like the little short red dude in Inside Out. If y'all never seen that movie, go watch it. I got I got three kids, so like I don't seen them more all the kid movies. But Inside Out was so funny to me because like the little angry red dude, like he he embodied everything that I felt on that last podcast, like. I just, it was just like I, I went back and listened to it and going back and listening to it like I could hear myself getting pissed as as the time kept going like I was just getting more and more pissed and it was just like man you know what I'm saying like I, I expect better uh, from the podcast and then it's like, like you know I, I, I put it out for a reason because you know what I'm saying I wanted people to know like no matter what, you know what I'm saying, we all have these things that we have to deal with in life. And even though, you know what I'm saying, like we want things to be, you know what I'm saying, super perfect and we want things to always um, appear to be, you know what I'm saying, 100% right. Like sometimes, you know what I'm saying, we we got some issues. Sometimes we got problems. And I just don't want to, like I never, like, coming into podcasting, I never wanted to, put on like a front like I wanted to like when I podcast like I don't I don't want anything to be hidden I don't want anything to be falsified none of that like I want people to understand like everything that we do is 
100% us. And so <laughs> the situation that, you know, sent out of chaos and everything that happened, like, I put it out because I want people to hear, like, you know what I'm saying, the, the situation. Like, it was, it was still a conversation at the end of the day. Um, I tried to drive it the best that I could, but, you know what I'm saying, like, sometimes, you know what I'm saying, I don't think people understand. And I really did it just for like the people that was here because I'm sure that they went back and listened too. But I wanted them to hear like the situation that was going on because like, you know, when you feel a certain way about something or like when you when you doing stuff like podcasting, like you have to understand that it's a it's an actual process. Even though there's no rules to podcasting, like you can do pretty much whatever you want for as podcasting. It could be four hours long. It could be two minutes long. It can be four episodes, and then you know what I'm saying you can do seasons. Like it's 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 free lunch. I mean it's uh, free territory, but it's still within that realm. It's still like a process into it. Like you know what I'm saying you gotta you can't over talk people because nobody's gonna hear what's being said. You can't really be too loud because the mic is gonna get distorted. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's the ways to go about it. So you know what I'm saying. Hopefully they went back and listened and heard it themselves and you know, just realize just how foolish we sounded. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I it, it was something like, dude, I, I hit you right on. Like, I probably, <laughs> I probably was, I think I was like 15, 20 minutes in and I texted you. I was like, yeah. I was like, dude, like, man, what, what's going on, man? What's going on with this pie, man? But, you know, but that's, yeah. the, that's the great thing about, you know what I'm saying, us forming this friendship because it's like we do something similar and it's like it's somebody to reach out to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Even when they're, even when I was having problems like with my podcast as far as like, you know, I had a problem with, you know, when I was just on SoundCloud and putting it on Apple, like I hit you. Like you helped me with the process of putting yeah. podcasts on Apple when I first got on Apple Podcasts. So, you know, to have somebody to reach out to that do the same thing that you do and also is passionate as about podcasting, yeah. as we both are, it's just always a blessing and really nice to have somebody hit. So, like, as soon as I heard it, I hit you and you told me, like, dude, I'm glad you reached out because, like, <laughs> you had to know what I was going through, you know what I'm saying, as far as, you know, mm, putting this podcast mm, mm. out and actually what was going on during the podcast. Because I'm the same yeah. way, like, when things don't go right and I go back and I listen to mine and, I hear the mistakes that I made. I meant to say this, but I said that and all this yeah. type of stuff. And, you know, because you always be your own worst critic a lot of the times, mm-hmm. especially when mm-hmm. you're really passionate about it. So, like, when I mess up, you know, I just, I because I listen to it when I be at work and, you know, I I cringe and I'll be, like, mad at myself. Be like, damn, I meant, I said this and I meant to say that. Yeah. I said the wrong yeah. year. I, I do the same. Yeah, man. So, so I, so I was like, I, I felt, I felt you needed a podcast friend at that moment, man. So that's why I decided to hit you when, when I was. Oh man, I'm so listen. I was, I was elated when you had texted me, bro, because I was just like, and then the funny part is like you had texted me as I was listening to it, so it was like that made it that much better too. Like, man, I'm so glad he said something because if, if I, I, I ain't gonna lie, if. <laughs> If nobody would have said nothing throughout like the whole week and then like coming into that next episode, I probably would have spazzed up. Like I, I or I would have brought it up on the podcast. Like I'd have said something about it. Cause it, it's like it's like I don't know, man. It, to me it just feels it, it feels like, you know what I'm saying? 
after doing this for so long, like, cause you, you gotta think about it. You know what I'm saying like, you've been doing it for three years or not, or already three years. You know what I'm saying? And when you think about like the the how many episodes we've done, how much time and effort we done put into it, the changes we've made, the um the you know what I'm saying, sometimes the money we spent, just all that effort and time and, and investment that we put into this project or these projects, like yeah, you're supposed to be your own worst critic because at the end of the day, that's how you grow. You know what I'm saying? Like, none, none of this shit gets better if we don't go back and listen to ourselves and, crit, you know what I'm saying, critique ourselves to say, okay, next time I go into it, I got to make sure I'm not saying, um, uh, or, but, or, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm not putting in too many filler words or, you know, so next time I got to slow down when I talk or time I got to be a little bit louder. Or I, gotta, I may have to be a little bit quieter or, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's always something that we can improve on. And it was just, at that moment, I just felt like <laughs> all that shit was thrown out the window. So, you know, I mean, you know, you live and you learn, man. And it, it can only go up from there. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, man... We decided we finally got a new movie to do, man, because I, I, we, we ended up doing two uh, classics back to back. You know, yeah. I felt like I felt like we was waiting for, you know, the perfect movie to do as far as, you know, a newer movie. And I, I think that turned out to be a good decision, man. I, I think that the, the one we're doing today, I think it was yeah. a good decision to wait and actually you know what I'm saying? To get some content out there, we just went ahead and did two classics. And now we finally got a new yep. one, man. Finally got a new one. Go ahead and introduce it, man. Man, um, this is probably one of the best movies to come out on Netflix in a long time. Um, probably, I actually might want to say it might be one of the best Netflix movies ever. You know what I'm saying? The Old Guard, man. That was It was a great Great movie. I, I just, I'm gonna just go ahead and get into it. Let me. I I, I want to start first. So um, okay. You know what I'm saying. So so watching it. Um, you know what I'm saying. Charlize Theron. Um, and then um, I forgot what the one guy's name is. I think it's like Chetel Ikwe or I I don't know how to. Man, his for twelve years. I know he slave. played in like twelve years of slave. Yeah, he was in um, he was in Doctor Strange. You know what I'm saying? Uh, great, great actor. Um, those two instantly, you know what I'm saying? I looked at it. I'm like, okay. So you know what I'm saying? They they spent a little bit of money to you know what I'm saying make some things happen. So I wasn't expecting a bad movie. You know what I'm saying? Charlize there, she's in it. I'm like, okay, it's gonna be some action because you know what I'm saying she got a uh, a on flux. Um, and what's the Atomic what's the blind. one she just did like blind atomic blind yeah Max. Atomic Max. Blind. so you know what I'm saying yeah she got uh whoa whoa she's a Mad Max yeah I didn't know that yeah she had a hair she had a hair shaved in the uh, in Mad Max yeah we uh, oh with that's Tom her Martin. yeah that's I didn't her know that. 
Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that was her. Oh, shit. Yeah. You just blew my mind. I really didn't know that was her. That's crazy. Okay, so, yeah. I mean, you know what I'm saying? She got, she got action movie history. So, you know what I'm saying? I knew yo, that, yo. you know what I'm saying? It wasn't just somebody being thrown into it. What's up? Yeah, speaking of her, though, she is very underrated, dude. Like, her catalog, her filmography, yeah. that shit is yeah. hard, yo. Like, it, yeah. It's really good. I think she, I think she's one of the women who, like, everybody always want to talk about, you know, Meryl Streep and, you know, and I don't know who, who, who another female that they just be putting up on that pedestal. Uh, um, I, I can only think of Mel Street right now. Julia Roberts. You know what I'm saying? Like, Julia, Julia like Roberts. You, yeah, Julia Roberts. Yeah. Uh, what's yeah. the two? But when you but oh, when you put her catalog, when you put her catalog, you put her catalog. I put I take her catalog over uh, Julia Roberts and, and Meryl Streep any day. But but I just want I just wanted to get that out. That's interesting. That's very interesting. Um, but I I think that you know what I'm saying when I first seen it, I, I was like okay, it, you know what I'm saying. It started off um instant instant action, which is always good. Um, and then. You know what I'm saying? They kind of get into the little story a little bit. You know what I'm saying? They kind of tell you about what's going on. But the the most interesting part um, of the beginning of the movie is the scene where it comes in. They are dead. Or they're presumed to be dead. <laughs> it goes into the story and it gets to the point to where the beginning of the movie is. And we find out that they can't die. So at that point, I'm like, oh, okay, now this is about to be some different shit. Like, this is about to be something totally different. And um, I think that, you know what I'm saying, without really telling the movie, because I, I don't want to give too much away. But, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think that with them doing the movie the way that they did, like, with them actually having certain aspects of their age, for instance, like, they had guns, you know what I'm saying, they had Kevlar vests, but then, like, if you pay attention, like, one of them had a sword, the other one had an axe, one of them would have, like, um, a bow staff, like, you can tell, like, from, from each one, they all was showing the time period that they came from, because we, you know what I'm saying, we eventually go to find out that they all came from different time periods, and so... Um, I don't. I, I don't even know what the young black actress's name is, but I think she also did a great job with um her jumping into the mix. You know what I'm saying? She was in the uh, army, and then they out there in Iraq or Afghanistan, somewhere in the Middle East. She ends up getting shot, and then wakes up out of nowhere. We find out that it's another one, and she then you know what I'm saying? We also find out. Yeah, yeah, she got cut. She got cut. I said she got shot. She got cut in the neck because um, the terrorist dude. Yeah. And so, um, you know what I'm saying? We see that, you know what I'm saying, she's basically one of them because there's four of them all together. And then we see that she's one of them. But as the story goes along, it kind of breaks down. It kind of breaks down um, Charlize Theron's character. And you kind of see, like, she's the, the ringleader of it all. She's eventually the, you know what I'm saying, like, the one that kind of 
began all of it, I guess. Uh, she the first one. That's what it seemed like. And then we found out that she had a um, a protege. Well, it was it was the first person was. that she, she found like her. That either did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, yeah. Uh, you know, what I'm saying she she got the she got got somebody up under her wing, and then I guess they catch him or they capture him. Then they put him in a in a like a little hole or in a cell. And then they take one of they take the the chick that or her protege. I'm gonna just say her protege. They take her protege and then they throw her in the ocean. <laughs> and to me, I was confused when I seen that because I'm like, well, she just gonna be like dying over and over again, I guess, because like, yeah, what that's, like she can't die. Dude, that's you know what I'm think about this shit, dude. I really think about it. Like you being in the middle of the ocean, cold as fuck. And you just you you by yourself and suffocating you just, every time. You suffocating, then you wake up. Then you <laughs> suffocate, then you wake up, dude. Yeah, like that's that's terrible. Yeah, that's that's annoying yeah. as fuck. So you know what I'm saying? Like, um, we find out that there's this uh this, this secret agency that's trying to create um let's try to create some formula to let people continue to live. They eventually find out about uh, the, the four people, we, you know what I'm saying, the four people that's, uh, or they eventually find out about the immortal people. Um, and then, you know what I'm saying, the introduction of the young uh, black girl, she comes in, she's trying to, I guess, gain the trust of Charlie Stern's character. The group kind of, you know what I'm saying, takes her in. It ain't really like a hard thing for them, but for Charlize Theron, I guess, seeing how she already had a protege, that made it a little bit more difficult for her. And then they get to the shits. They go take down the agency. Um, and then we find out Charlize Theron actually died. The shit that was mind-blowing to me because the whole time I'm thinking that they really immortal, and, I mean, I guess not. So... We find out Charlize Theron dies, but at the end of the movie, her protege comes back, and I'm hoping that they do a second one. Well, well, it was, she didn't necessarily die. She just her wounds, like she actually had to fucking care for her wounds. Like she wasn't yeah. bulletproof no more, basically. What I like, I love the concept of it, and I would also like to say that I don't think the concept of it is far fetched. Okay, you got to also realize mm, I am a conspiracy okay. theorist person. All right, I, yeah. I believe, I believe, I think that we are naive to believe that there's not aliens. Okay, there's all these other planets. You telling me there's nothing else on these motherfuckers? Like, I, I just I believe that there's some shit that, like, that, like that's just like okay, right? The blue whale, okay. Mm -hmm. The blue whale used to have feet, but right. they adapted to their, you know, what I'm saying their environment because they basically started out as being dinosaurs, right? Mm -hmm. If you look at an alligator, an alligator is basically really a smaller ass dinosaur. They just adapted yeah. to the world of today and they just got smaller. So I do. I'm a person that believed that there was dinosaurs. So the point that I'm getting mm -hmm. to is I don't think that it's really that far-fetched to believe that there's immortal people 
fucking around this dude. Like you can find pictures of motherfuckers that look like people way back then. And it's For like real? that's what I'm saying. And it's like and, and I'm and I'm looking at this and I'm like, I don't think that shit is that far fetched. And yeah. I'm I'm and I'm thinking and I'm and I'm looking at it, I'm like, man. So then I'm trying to put myself in it. I'm like, shit, would I want that? And then it's like I think it's more I think it's more of a curse than actually a gift. Because people think that it'd be cool to never die. But mm-hmm. you gotta also realize everyone that you know is gonna die around you. And you have to keep all you do, you constantly relive death from people that you, you know, like you have to live a life where you don't get close to people. And it's like, mm-hmm. I just think that it would end up being more of a curse. And that's when we realized why the one dude sold them out because it got to the point where you were, you were thinking your own head, like, dude, like I'm tired of being here and I can't go anywhere. You know what I'm saying? Well, it's, it's either, it's either that or you would just have to be like an extremely selfish person. Yeah, yeah, and, but I like what they did. And, and and the other thing that I loved about this film was the fact that they they didn't have like special powers or anything. Like, right, they get shot, shit hurts. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You jump out of the building, that shit hurt. So it's not yeah. like a situation where it's like they get shot. Oh, you know, I'm good. Brush that shit off. It's like no, they was like, mm. look, you feel like you can't die, but you feel this pain. Like th- this shit is yeah. really gonna hurt you. So I I feel like if there were of such a thing, I believe it would be that. Like even though you know what I'm saying you can get hit by a car or some shit, yeah, you're gonna be mm. fucked up for a couple of minutes and you're gonna feel it. But then that shit just goes away. So I feel like that's how it would really be if that was yeah. the situation. And when when you look at her name was Andy and uh when you when you look at Charlotte right. Darren. Like, with being around as long as she'd been around, she also knew because you remember, she knew that you wouldn't stay immortal because her and her protege girl lost that one black guy mm-hmm. during the war. And they was like, why are you so still he, bleeding? He like, was, so he was one of them too then? Yeah, he was one of them. Yeah, I got confused on that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because she, she, because that's that's why that's why she told them like, we don't know when this shit stops. So Mm -hmm. what I the vibe that I picked up was when the black girl became one of them. Charlie Stern Mm -hmm. started to lose her immortality, and what I'm thinking. Mm I'm thinking that when the black dude died, one of the dudes in her crew must have became one. Because remember, it was just her and the Oriental girl. It was her and the yes. Oriental girl. And then they end up separating them and putting the Oriental girl in the water or whatever. Then she was by herself again. It didn't say, they might have said who she found next. I can't remember out of the crew she found next, but I think that it was the uh it was the two the, dudes. It was a, the, the couple the, the couple the, uh, the two gay dudes yeah, it had to be yeah. them because they said that the yeah. one dude that turned him in they found him last. Yep. He so, was the newest one. 
Yeah, and they, because the gay dude, they was like, we actually killed each other, and I'm thinking that she yep. must have found them around that time. So that's my theory of what ended up happening, and like, you remember at the end when he said, I'm probably never going to see you again, and she said, have some faith, because they managed him to be by himself for 100 years. So what's interesting yeah. to me about if there's another one is the fact of is there a way for her to get her immortality back or is she gonna end up growing old and actually fucking dying? Like, I think that whatever they do, they have to give us that storyline of what ended up happening to her. Well, I, I think that the way it ended is a perfect setup for the second one. Um, only because, you know what I'm saying, I think that now we actually have um, an, an antagonist who is of the same ilk as the old guard. Because, you know what I'm saying, like the antagonist in this movie is, you know what I'm saying, the agency that's trying to get their DNA or, and, and trying to use that to create the serum to help people live longer. But this time, you know, well, in this, in this movie, they can't really fight these guys. I mean, they do a great job, you know, the ground, they can't fight these guys. Like, we seen when they did the setup. The setup came, they shot them, and, you know what I'm saying, they act like they was dead. They came back to life and killed everybody in the goddamn room. And so, you know what I'm saying, like, now we got somebody who not only is almost just as old as Andy, but may have the same fighting skills as Andy, and may have a resentment towards Andy for letting them, letting the people do what they did to her. You know what I'm saying? Like, or who knows, like, that could have that could have messed up her psyche to where now, like, having to fucking drown for fucking however many years, every it's goddamn like, day, that turned her into a psycho cat. Yeah, like, it done turned her into a psycho to where, like, she just go on a killing spree. Like, we don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I mean, there's it's so many different ways that they could use that. But I think with her coming out and if they if they make her the antagonist, because we don't know yet, she might end up jumping in and joining them. And, you know what I'm saying? Like you said, you know what I'm saying? With the, with the black dude dying, maybe it's just so many people that's like that. And then it shifts from person to person. So, I mean, we don't really know how all this shit really works. Maybe they go into that into the second movie about how all this shit started. So, I don't know, man. It's, you know what I'm saying? It's a lot of possibilities. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of possibilities. I'm, I'm very anxious to see what they end up doing with it because cause when you look at the flow of the movie, man, and like, like, like when they brought in now, and when they brought in the black girl, like, you know, and that's yeah. the thing, man, when you really think about people because... And and you see that with just regular life shit. Like you see that with just regular stuff like seeing a teenager pregnant or whatever, right? Yeah. Like everybody yeah. looking at her funny, you know what I'm saying? Something gotta be wrong with her because she fucked up and got pregnant and all this type of stuff. And then like so when she got now look, I get it. I you can't really use teenage pregnancy with somebody getting the neck cut open and died and then come back. But it's like everybody yeah. like whispering about her, you know what I'm saying? And she started to feel that aloneness, like they said that she would. And what they was about to do, they was about to lock her up. And so they got the same techniques that they were doing 
to Andy back in the day, like let's just lock yeah. this person up and like 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 that like what they would do with witches, like with witchcraft, like women who force yep. the devil and shit. Like they like you know you know what else? Damn, it just popped in my head. They did the same shit to Wolverine and Sabretooth and fucking uh the uh, X Men's Origins. You remember when um they was they had them ones locked up and um. Oh, um, what's my yeah. man? Yep. Yeah. And he was like, You yeah. want to join a special team or whatever? Who? Uh, what was that man's yep. name? You remember that? Stringer. You talking about Stringer? Yeah, Stringer. Yeah, Stringer. Stringer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, it was, it's like, you know, they, I was thinking of the same thing, except they were just trying to kill them. They weren't trying to bring them in. But to get back to now, it was like when she came and got her, you know, you, I, you get, you, you get the, the rejection because it's like it's something new. Like you don't understand how you can get your neck sliced open, and then all of a sudden when you wake back up, everybody looking at you funny, everybody treating you different, and then all of a sudden this white woman just shows up and say, "You know what I'm saying? I can explain everything to you, so I can get." And ain't no scars. Oh yeah. No scars. Like, no nothing. No no scars. No nothing. And it's like you know you have to realize think that and, and I think that it's natural. To think that, nah, that shit didn't happen. That, <laughs> know what I'm saying? That, that, mm-hmm. I must have dreamed that mm-hmm. shit, man. There ain't no way in hell that shit was real. Mm-hmm. Then she shot her ass in the back of the head, and she's like, "You shot me." And she's like, "Damn, I'm good." And <laughs> now, what was funny? What was funny when that was in the thing? And she said that it don't last forever. And she was like, "And you shot me? What if I would have died?" <laughs> she's like, "Ah, oh, you, you too, you too young." And it's like, like you just, like you just got into it. So I, yeah. I, th- I thought that there was some, some, some small comedic shit in it, but like. They fight like the fight scenes, dude. The fight Great. scenes was Great. awesome, dude. Real awesome. Like I don't know that, who that, that fight scene on the plane was, was. I think that probably was one of the. It might have been, excuse me, the best fight scene in the movie, only because like the the way that it had to to me, I feel like the way that it had to be set up. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause they they already in the, in a small space. They on a plane. You know what I'm saying? And then they, you know what I'm saying? You can see that Charlize Theron is like the Mr. Miyagi and then, you know what I'm saying, now it's like she's dead, you know what I'm saying, the, the dagger. And they got to go, you know what I'm saying, she's trying to get the best of Andy, but Andy like, yo, like if you can chill out, you know what I'm saying, like she's she been telling her the whole time, I can explain all this shit to you. And uh, to me, the best part about that fight scene was when she was speaking to the um, the pilot, and she said something in uh, I forgot what I think it was like Russian or whatever. It was and Russian. Yeah. She shot the shot. Yeah, she shot the shot, and then he acted like he was dead. So you know, she like, oh shit, you just killed the pilot. Pilot who gonna fly the plane? This is like, it's, you know, like you don't, you know what I'm saying? Like you don't realize that this person is so advanced and is trying to finally tell you something that it takes something so drastic to get you to listen and get you to, you know what I'm saying? Come up under her wing and pay attention to what she's trying to tell you instead of you fighting against what you, you know what I'm saying? Not just believe, no, just have. So, I mean, I think that kind of was the turning point of the movie to where, you know what I'm saying, she finally kind of gave in to what was happening. And, I mean, I, I think it was just one of the best fight scenes, of course. 
Um, I thought the beginning fight scene was dope too. And then um, what was interesting though was the was the uh, was the the flashback when uh, they had Andy and her, I guess, in her actual time period, and they were showing you know what I'm saying her fighting and everything else. I thought that was interesting because it was two women fighting, and it wasn't like <laughs> you know what I'm saying like in that time you think like the, the men would be out there and doing everything else, yeah. but, like, they showed, like, two women, and then they showed, like, a white woman and an Asian woman at that. So I thought that was pretty interesting. But it was, it, you know what I'm saying, uh, it, it seems like a, a pretty good setup, you know what I'm saying, and I heard that it's from a comic book. I didn't even know that it's an actual comic book out about that. Yeah, yeah, that that was dope. And also, I think that the, I love how they brought that back at the end of the movie, the whole little Russian thing about do you speak Russian? I, lo- I love when, when, when you have a script and yeah. you yep. do something yep. 25 mm-hmm. minutes in and then you bring that shit back in towards the end of the movie. Like, that shit was dope. Yeah. And, like, also, and also in that fight scene, when she, like, when she broke her arm and she broke her leg, you know what I'm saying? And she seen that she yeah. started to heal. She was like, oh, shit. And then she was like, she asked her, she asked her something and she was like, I don't know. And she was like, I thought you said you had the answers. And she was like, I didn't say you were going to like them. You know what I'm saying? Like, I could tell you, mm-hmm. I could tell you what I could tell you, but you know, all this shit still can't be explained. And like, also that like, she was used, that Russian yeah. people, that they was running drugs and shit. She was like, these type of people you, you know what I'm saying, you deal with? And she was like, hey, you work with what you can work with. Like, sometimes you got to work with the devil yep. to get some of the things that you need. And like, when you be around mm-hmm. that long, and also, what they was trying to come through, this is the thing, like, when, when you find out that you are immortal, it's like, do you be selfish with that and just just basically do what you want, or you actually try to make the world a better place? And what they were doing was they was actually trying to make the world a better place, and they just realized, like, yeah. we're just four people. We've been doing this shit decade upon decade upon decade, and we can't get things to be better. So that also got to be fucking frustrating as hell. Well, not ne- not necessarily because remember when um when uh when the shit shit I can't I still I think it's Chetel's son I forget, I know his first name is Chetel, but when his when his um when his character was um talking about the at the end. When they went to the when they went to his home to go get him, and remember everything on the wall when he was talking about yeah. his wife, and he was trying to explain how he was doing it to save his wife initially. But if everything on the wall was everything that she did to save people, like all that was her saving people or helping people, and that was like a whole goddamn room full of shit on the walls. It was from like top down there, top to bottom of everything she's done throughout the history. They've been tracking her throughout history and showing, like, all the things that she's done to, you know what I'm saying, like you said, make the world a better place. So that just lets you, you know what I'm saying, that just lets you know, like, even though they felt like they didn't do enough, but they did a lot of shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, they did, they did. I, I think that when, when, I think that they wanted the world to be in a different you know what I'm saying? Vision. Like, but when you think about all the yeah. things that are actually going on in the current world and actually things that that happen as far as, you know what I'm saying, bombings and 
you know, and all of this type of shit that has happened. And like, you know, when you think about the Holocaust and slavery and all of this type of shit, I think that they was thinking of more of a broad span, but like they was able to, because you got to think like you save, you know, one person, that one person could have created something that made the world a better place. So it's like the people that they were saving, we don't know what they end up doing later on in life. But at the same time, yeah, but I, I think, dude, I, yeah. I feel that, that this movie and there's so much, there's so much with it because you can take all of the different storylines, like the one part where when 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 they when I, cause I, I was telling you before we started, I said I watched it again and I noticed something that I didn't notice before. Not that I didn't notice, but I looked yeah. at it differently when I saw it. Like when 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 Andy and I was outside talking, because now I was, you know, going through her type stuff or whatever. And the people found her. Well, found mm-hmm. them. And so they take the couple, but they leave. Yeah, yeah. It was like an abandoned church. They said it had been, you know, left there for years or whatever. Yeah. And I'm sitting there thinking, like, from what I remember, the smart dude was, I ain't gonna call him a smart dude, but the young CEO dude, you know, he just gotta keep telling people he's the youngest CEO guy mm-hmm. or whatever. So he says he wants <laughs> all of them, but they only take two and then leave my man cut up. I'm like, okay. Yeah. And I wasn't really thinking about it because there was so much action going on. And Andy is like, yo, wait for my signal. She takes out this whole fucking army. And so Easy. it makes you it makes you forget. Like, that's the setup. He told them what it was going to be. And so he told them, like, we're going to be at this church. You take them and you let me go. That's what I was thinking. Because, and I think that what he wanted them to do was he wanted them to study their body so they could figure out a way to kill them so he could use it on himself. Not kill them, but Mm -hmm. that would make them not mortar anymore. And yeah, so I didn't he was the, he was the one that was he was the one that was ready to you know what I'm saying get rid of or stop being immortal. Yeah, he was the only one yeah. that had an issue with it. Yeah, because the, I think that if if you think well, the couple did, obviously didn't have any kids because they're two dudes. Right. Andy didn't seem like she was smart enough not to get involved with people. He said he had three kids. And he said mm-hmm. his last one died like 45 years ago or something like that. So yeah. he actually got close to people that actually out-aged him and mm-hmm. died. So I think that he actually was the one that had people that he loved that didn't have the, the ability that he had. So he's like, look, I'm ready to clock out. So I'm going to tell this dude where everyone is, you know, and all this stuff. And then the way that now looked at it, because – when they found where my man stayed, my man for 12 years of slavery, they figured out where he stayed. Now I was like, look, yeah. I still got a couple of years, you know, to spend with my family, so I want to leave. And so Charlize there, I think she just kind of felt bad, and she was just like, well, you know, you know, go ahead, do what you need to do, or whatever, whatever. And then she realized that the gun was empty, and it was a setup again. So... Yeah. 
you know, you didn't, I didn't really notice it the first time around, but I think that's what got her to really realize, like, like, yo, like, I have to go save her. Then when she seen all that stuff on the wall the first time, then she realized, like, okay, yeah, she she killed all those people in the church. She didn't, she didn't, uh, she didn't intentionally kill the people. The people came after her, but their whole intentions yeah. is saving people and actually trying to make the world a better place. And I think that now figured that out. Like, yeah, it's not going to be every day we're going to be just killing people, but the people that we're killing, they're going to be bad people, and we're actually killing these people for a better cause. Well, I mean, yeah, because cause after a while she realized that, you know what I'm saying, the, the more she got the chance to learn from Andy and the more she got a chance to talk to Andy, like, she realized that a lot of the shit that they was doing was, was like, basically, I mean, it was some vigilante shit, but it was never, like, they weren't, like, robbing old people or no shit like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they was actually doing basically the same thing she was doing. They was a small militia that was out here doing, I guess, you know what I'm saying, the, the best that they could do for the better, you know what I'm saying, good. And I think that her being from that military background, like her actually coming from that, I think that actually made a difference too because, you know what I'm saying, she was able to eventually take over, like, that that leadership role. Because, like, to me, you know what I'm saying, when Andy was down and then she found out, like, that they had took them – and all of this shit was exactly what Andy was talking about. You know what I'm saying? She took over. She mm-hmm. basically went in there and she saved everybody. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? For her to for her to take that for her to take that action so fast and you know what I'm saying, within a small amount of time that, you know what I'm saying, that they was basically together and her to catch on so quick, I think that, that was, you know what I'm saying, a good thing too that they did in the movie because like she went in, you know what I'm saying, like, she was, of course she was skeptical, because, like, you know what I'm saying, we, we didn't already said it, like, that's some shit that, you know what I'm saying, was just basically sprung on her. She didn't know she was immortal, so, you know what I'm saying, to wake up after getting sliced in the throat, having to deal with that trauma mentally, and then not only that, like, they got this, like, telekinetic thing where they all, you know what I'm saying, like, have visions like, or some shit yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Anytime they feel like they see something, they all feel it and see it at the same time, too. So, her having to deal with that and then, you know what I'm saying, coming, you know what I'm saying, dealing with Andy. And then when she went to the um, when she went to the, the one guy's house and he was explaining to her about what was going on, about how, you know what I'm saying, he was basically just doing everything to save his wife. And, you know what I'm saying, like he had used – his wife as his muse to eventually create something that could save somebody else. And then when she started, she like, that's, that's another reason for me bringing up all the things that she was doing. Cause that she was looking at the wall when he was talking, she started to see as well, like all of these things that she's been doing to help people. So I think that's when it clicked in her head, like, Oh, so they really are helping people. They're not actually just out here like being mercenaries. They really are out here like being, you know what I'm saying, like, defenders of the people. And, you know what I'm saying, when she went in there to save them, you know what I'm saying, she got in her bag, and, I mean, hey, you know, it was what it was. I think the uh, one of the craziest scenes in that movie, though, was um, 
when when he, he when they had finally got in there and like he shot dude in the mouth. Yeah. That shit was nuts. That shit was Yeah, crazy. that 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 was nuts. And and to go back to your point of her catching on really quick, like when when she like before I get to that, I, I also like the fact that even though they've been doing this shit for centuries, like yeah. What what pissed me off about some movies is that they make the people so good that they they never get hit. Like they get hit a lot. Like they took a lot yeah. of bullets. You know what I'm saying? And I thought that that was really good to put that in the script because it's like, dude, they're still human. They they just heal. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I really like that the fact. And to go back to her catching on really quick. Now catching on really quick was she seen that they had the drop on Andy. And she just jumped in front of her and took two bullets. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like you gotta think like psychiatrist. Like if you think about this shit, like I'm jumping in front of a bullet for somebody. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, yeah, the shit can hurt for a second, but I ain't gonna die. You know what I'm saying? So I thought right. that that was that was telling to see that she was, you know what I'm saying, to, to jump in it that quick. Because I mean, if you think about it, she's what a week went by, maybe, maybe a week. And you already and you already jumping you already jumping in front of bullets. You know what I'm saying? Because somebody else is Yeah, so like I thought that that was I thought that that was really good. Like you said, that was crazy when he shot the dude in the mouth and you know what I'm saying, just blew the back of his head out. But that dude though, that dude was hard. That dude was hard, man. He he put up a good he put up a good fight, but boy, when my man put the drop on him, neck, boy, that shit was hard. Boy, I was like, man, look. We we got, I would say with a lot of the stuff that's going on right now with the pandemic and movies not coming out and all this type of stuff, like mm-hmm. the very first movie we did, dude, like we, like Netflix has put out, really, uh, like on the real, Netflix has put out three great action movies this year. Because you also got to remember um, um, uh, X, what? Uh, extraction. They did the Extraction with, uh, yep. with Chris Hemsworth. Yep. That yeah. shit came out and mm-hmm. Six Underground. We did Six Underground. So, like, Netflix yep. now put out three straight bangers, dude, as far as action well, movies. And they got. I think, Netflix is, I think Netflix is doing a great job of just not just even action movies, just content in general. Like, if you think about it, like, when the pandemic started, you know what I'm saying? The Tiger King came out, and that was the talk of the town. You know what I'm saying? Like that that was the the biggest thing to hit, you know what I'm saying, Netflix and I don't know how long. It might be even the biggest thing to hit Netflix. You know what I'm saying? So we had the Tiger King and then, you know what I'm saying, Six Underground, which was a great movie, even though it came out way before that, but it was actually a great movie. It wasn't a bad movie, you know what I'm saying? Like when when we have these platforms that come out with their own content, like, you know, you got Netflix, Hulu, you got um Amazon Prime, um, you know, so like they are creating their own content. So I think right now Netflix is kind of taking it away from them because not only are they putting out great action movies, but I mean they're killing the game with the documentary. There's I, I haven't seen Hulu or Amazon Prime come out with any documentaries that kind of rival Netflix, and I think that's what Netflix is is winning when they come out with that kind of content. And then I mean, like, what's a great action movie you've seen that Hulu created. You know what I mean? What's a great action... Well, I take that back. Um, 
I was gonna say Amazon Prime, but it's not a movie, it's a show, and that's the boys, which is uh they season renews in September too, so we, we gotta get on that. But other than that, like I, I haven't really seen anything from Hulu or Amazon Prime that kind of rivals anything Netflix has been putting out. Yeah, uh, the only action thing that I seen, um, I finished Hannah. Hannah was pretty good yeah. on Amazon Prime. Um, okay. But yeah, yeah, Netflix, Netflix killing it, man. And, and then they also be sneaking shit out on you, like it. It didn't really blow up, but uh, I mentioned this to you before. But they did um, all day and night. Um, yeah. It had your boy on um, the play Wizard and. Um, and um, Wu Tang American Saga is that right. dude. Like he, you know, he's playing. Um, you know, his dad was supposed to be this gangster dude, and it was like I thought the concept of it was pretty cool, man. Because they said that like when it started, it was like as far as like getting in trouble and type shit like that. They were saying like do that shit passed down in our DNA type shit. Like I thought that that mm-hmm. I thought that that line was very important by the way that the movie went because my dude father went to prison for killing somebody and then he ended up going to prison for killing mm-hmm. somebody and they were saying that it's that shit in our right. DNA so I thought that that part of it was kind of cool I mean you could look at it as in because I know uh, the co-host my co-host uh, Uncle Washington he always say that we need to stop showing the you know the ah how do he put it our, 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 our bad side or our worst side. I'm, he said to me, oh, our ugliness. He said, when we show when we show yeah. people our ugliness, they're going to think ugly of us. And like, mm-hmm. yeah, when you look at this movie, yeah, you see a lot of gangster dudes, you see a lot of dudes selling drugs and killing people and all this stuff like that. But I thought, for me, personally, the message I took from it was that line. Like, just because your father murdered somebody, like, does that shit trickle down and linger down to you? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Even though he wasn't around you that much, like, is it your DNA to kind of be like that person was? So that's what yeah. I took from it. But, it, that, but that's a, a um, I bring it up because it was a Netflix original as well. So, but yeah, Netflix, they've been, okay. they've been putting out some good stuff. Yeah, I like that. I mean, 100%, bro. I, like I said, man, I think this was um, this was a great movie, and it was it was a little different because it's not just action; it's like action sci-fi, and you don't yeah. really get too many. You know, so like you don't really get too many of those that that can that have that combination that's actually not just good, but you know, what I'm saying like it wasn't drawn out; it didn't take a long time to get to the point, you know what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't one of those things to where you had to be sitting there like, oh, my God, when is they going to get to the action? Like, it was instant action. And then they went into the story, some more action, continue with the story, action, 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 a little bit more story, a whole bunch more action. You know what I'm saying? We had some laughs in there. We had some, you know what I'm saying, dramatic scenes. I mean, it was a little mix of everything. And I think that, you know what I'm saying, even with the actors, you know what I'm saying? You having Charlize Theron and, you know, Chantel, and then you got, like, the other people who really aren't as known, but they all played their parts, and they all did a great job in being who they were as their characters. I mean, it, it was just a good movie, and I think that they did a great job of putting that out. 
Man, I, I, I totally agree with you, man. I, I guess I guess that will take us into, you know what I'm saying, the, the, oh, yeah. the fire flames. Oh, and, uh, yeah. You went first the last time, so uh, I think yep. it's my turn to go first this time. So, so I mean, it, it has a lot of the stuff that, when it, especially when it comes to an action movie, like you said, we don't see a lot of action sci-fi movies. So mm-hmm. I thought that that was very, very brilliant. And like I said, what I loved about it the most was that it make them superhuman. You know what I'm saying? They got shot a lot. They got stabbed a lot. Um, yeah. But they was they was awesome with their craft. They 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 all was really good at what they do. And now having the the, the military background, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? She could already handle her own as is. So she fit in. She fitted in like a glove because right. she already went through that type of stuff with her being in the military. So that was cool. Um. Another thing that I loved, I mentioned this, and you mentioned it first, but the the the, the scene where they was in the plane, and she said, "You don't know when she shot at the dude, she was like, you don't know Russia, do you?" Mm-hmm. Just like I told him to play dead, and then they brought that shit back when yeah. when when the uh, when the CEO dude had to drop on on uh, Andy. And mm-hmm. she looked at your girl and be like, do you know Russian? And she knew instantly, like, oh, I'm going to shoot towards her to mm-hmm. take the dude, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I just thought that that was brilliant. Um, I, I, I love the movie. I'm going gonna, I'm, 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 I'm gonna to go really hot, dude, because, I, like I said, oh, I'm, okay. I'm, a huge, I'm a huge Charlize Theron fan. I, I, I knew she had, to do, she had to bring something black. Like, you mentioned it. Eon Flex, she did that atomic blonde. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like she did a little bit in the in the Fast and Furious movies. It's not really too much fight scenes, but like she she into that type stuff. And and I gotta say, she's Asian. Well, I don't know if it's oh, because yeah. I don't know if it's because she was she born in South Africa. Yeah, I I think it's the South <laughs> African. South African. I'm telling you, dude, because yeah. she she's yeah. Asian. Well, and she she did she did a really good job, dude. I, 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 I'm giving it a four and a half, man. Four and a half hour, man. I, wow. I think they, four and a half? I think, they, I think they really did it, man, because there's just so much stuff that I like in it. And like I told you, I don't think the idea is far-fetched, dude. I'm not saying that I believe that there are people that have been here since the 1700s. I'm just saying if we were to find out the CNN had a breaking news story and said we just found out this person has been here for fucking thousand years. Yeah. Not thousand, but, you know, 500 years. I'm like, all right. Like, I, I'm like, I, I didn't think she was there for offense anyway, but. Yeah. I, I, I give it a four and a half, man. Man, that's, that's interesting, man. Um, Me personally, man, Um, when I think about how many times the, the concept of this movie has been used, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can go from vampires to uh werewolves to um i don't know um what batman is uh what's what's the dude's name um race out goose race out goose like oh, we got a whole man. bunch of you know what I'm saying? we got a whole bunch of iterations of the immortal life you know what i'm saying so um for them to use it in such a realistic fashion to me was genius. You know what I'm saying? Like, you you brought it up first, and you were saying how, yeah, they are mortal, but 
they still like were were dying in the movie, even though they didn't literally die, but they were dying in the movie. Like to to go into the you know saying, the beginning of the movie and to see in that scene where they bust into the room or whatever, and then they all get shot and killed, and you like damn like this is the beginning of the movie. It's over already. And then, like, to see them get back up, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then, like, thrash the whole army. It was like, oh, shit. I thought that the, the way that they went about it was genius. Um, the fact that, you know what I'm saying, it's centered around Andy and Nile. And, you know what I'm saying, it was really centered around Andy, but it was centered around her kind of being the mentor for not, you know what I'm saying, not just Nile, not just the protege, but for all of them and kind of guiding them through this whole thing. And then seeing, you know, saying the work that she's done um, uh, over the time span of how long she's been alive, I thought that was pretty dope to see that. Um, and then, you know, saying like just the fact that there was really not a single antagonist in the movie. The, the antagonist is really a whole corporation, so there wasn't even really like a legit bad guy in the movie. It was just like a group of people that we knew that they were going against that I thought was super good, too. And then, you know what I'm saying, for me, man, I'm a sucker for, um, you know what I'm saying, plot twist. So at the end of the movie, when you see that her protege is back and she may or may not be a bad guy in this movie, or if they make a next movie, she'll, she may or may not be the bad guy, I thought that that was brilliant, too. And so, you know what I'm saying, especially after finding out what she had actually went through, you know what I'm saying, and the horrors that she had to, you know what I'm saying, survive. So, for me, man, um, man, I'm, I'm going four out of five, bro. I think that it was it was a great movie. Um, it was well put together. It was um, great action. Um, they stuck to the storyline, and that plot twist at the end, it got me. So, I'm going four out of five. Yeah, yeah, that plot twist, like, dude, it, it really, dude, I, we we are at the same place we were. So what we we did we did six underground what back in January right? We did our yep. first episode back in January. Yeah. We saying the same shit about six underground. They they yep. leave it so open for another one. Yep. And if Netflix is smart, like well, I know we can't really do a lot of shit right now, you know, with the pandemic going on and all that type stuff. Mm-hmm. But like they left it so open because. I don't know if, like the, the like the thing about the plot twist is the fact of she went to the one dude that sold them out that's in exile mm-hmm. right now. So is he gonna tell her like, look, she looked for you for years, and you know what I'm saying, and, and, and couldn't find you. Like, is she gonna still be pissed that she never found her, or is she gonna feel sympathy for her because she did look for her for years? I mm-hmm. think honestly, the best way to do it. Is I, I think I think they're gonna fight, dude. And oh yeah, they got to. But what? But I wonder though. But but what I really wonder is is she actually going to kill her, and then it basically becomes her. It it's going to be a battle between her and now. Then at the at this point, because. If 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 it goes the way that we thought it went, she lost her immortality. So she's just getting old. And if she gets shot, the shit's not gonna heal. And this girl got so much rage. Like, I don't know. It, it's gonna be wild, but I'm glad they left it open. I, I love mm-hmm. I, what I 
see this the thing, I love it now. But mm -hmm. when it's 2022, I don't see another motherfucking old guard two uh 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 fucking seven underground or whatever the fuck. I'm gonna be mad. Yeah. I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna revisit this shit and I'm dropping the four and a half down <laughs> to the fucking three. I'm just well, saying. Yeah, I, the only reason the only reason I want to give a rebuttal is because let's not do that because let's let's keep it all in the context. They actually are good movies. Let's yeah. not forget that. That's the thing. Yeah. It's not like it's not like because of the pandemic, you know what I'm saying? We stuck to watch them, so we just like, well, this is the best that they got to give us. It's good. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, these are actual good movies. So, and then on top of that, like they have actual decent and to good actors in them, you know what I'm saying? Ryan Reynolds, Charlize Theron, like, these aren't just run-of-the-mill, you know what I'm saying, actors or actresses. These are actual, you know what I'm saying, people who've been in, you know what I'm saying, major production. And so, you know what I'm saying, I think that, say, in 2021, they shoot a Seven Underground or, or they shoot an Old Guard too. I think that by 2022, it's going to be some anticipation because it, the Old Guard got got good reviews. It wasn't like people was just like, oh, you know what I'm saying, this is a great movie. No, like, people was talking about this movie. Like, the only reason I even heard about this movie was off of Facebook because people kept talking about how good it was. And so that made me go watch it, and I was like, yo, this is very impressive. For them to be able to put this kind of content out during this time is even more impressive because I don't think that I don't think that coming out of the pandemic, maybe Six Underground wouldn't have been as good if it was in a pandemic. You know what I'm saying? Like, just just knowing what we know of it, I think that that probably wouldn't have got the love it got. Uh, I think that that came out at the right time. But I mean, like, the old guard, if there was no pandemic, I still think that it would it would have got the praise that it got. And I think another reason that it did get the praise that it got is because it, it was um, – is because the foundation of it is a comic book. Like, to me, comic book movies right now are the thing. So, you know what I mean? Like, we we, we couldn't get this, we couldn't get, um, I'm about to say Scarlet Witch. We couldn't get, uh, <laughs> what the fuck is, we couldn't get the Black Widow. I'm, I'm thinking of Scarlet Johansson. We couldn't get Black Widow, you know what I'm saying? So, to get, you know what I'm saying, an action movie that's comic book based, you know what I'm saying, that's, not DC or Marvel, but good enough to, you know what I'm saying, kind of be in that talk. I think that that was, you know, I think that the the Ogar 2 might be something to look forward to in 2022. I mean, look, I, I hope it do, man. Like, yeah. it, it, like, those two movies, that's not the only movie that came out this year that left us like that, man. Bad Boys Polite, yeah. that did us the same way. It's oh, like, that was bad. Like, dude, we need to know what happens to Mike Lowry's son. Like, we need to know where they yeah. put him on the cover. We need to know, like, after they do, they deal because what what they always showed us in, in, the, in the three bad boys is Mike and Marcus always find a way to break the case. So it's like, mm -hmm. when they break the case, is he getting out immediately? Or what? Like, like I, I got too many questions, dude. Like, like there's, there's so much, and like all three of these movies are all in the same. And like, yeah, you write about the Scarlett Johansson joint. They push, they push that back all the way to next year. Um, mm -hmm. shit. Supposedly, I'm hoping it still does. Candyman's supposed to be coming out next month. 
We gonna see. Yeah, man. We gonna see if they hold it, dude. I I, I hope they do. Like, look, man. Uh, Trolls two, fucking blew up. Yeah. Now, yeah. now obviously, yeah. we we seen it work. We seen it work. Like, it's it's, mm-hmm. it's something new. You know, we're in a pandemic, so a lot of things are going to be new right now. But, like, Trolls 2 was, like, the first movie that really did it. And the shit still did numbers. It still made money. Yep. They need to go ahead and drop this Candyman uh, 3. Well, 4, really. But I think it's, let's say it's the new installment. Yeah, it's the new Candyman. Um, I, I, Tony I, I Todd is still, still Candyman, though. Tony Todd is still Candyman. Okay, that's a good thing, man. That's a real good thing. Um, it's funny because because uh, I just got done watching Final Destination two, and he was the uh, dude in the morgue in Final Destination yeah. two. But uh, I think that that's a. I think they should keep this this um this platform, regardless if uh you know what I'm saying we get rid of COVID or not. I think that it's smart for the production companies and all of these people to release these movies the same day that they release them in theaters that you can get at home because think about it um who wants to go spend a hundred dollars at a movie theater when you can just spend what it's been 20 20 yeah spend 20 at home or you can spend 15 to rent it for a night and you know what i'm saying you can go buy you some popcorn from walmart you can go get you a, a cup beers or you go get you whatever you want to eat or you can door dash whatever you want to eat and now you know what I'm saying you got a solid date night with a brand new movie you don't got to worry about trying to find something you can set up the date night by however whenever the movie comes out you know what yeah. I'm saying um or you can set up you know what I'm saying family night by whenever the movie comes out and so you know what I'm saying we got Netflix we got Amazon Prime uh we have excuse me Hulu those three can be what they are. Those can be content for or, or created content platforms where they create their own content. They can have, you know, say older movies or whatever. But don't forget, we also have iTunes. We also have Google. Um, we also have uh, Walmart, the Voodoo service. So we can now, well, I guess you got to add Amazon Prime into that too. But now we can also not only watch the older movies we love, but we can go to iTunes and Google and Amazon and all them to get the newer movies that's coming out. And I mean, that's good. That's, that's huge. Who knows where that can take us? You know what I'm saying? I mean, I think it's going to be bad for the, for the movies, uh, the movie theater companies, but I mean, I can't really say that because you know what I'm saying? It's, it's people that like to go out and be amongst people when they see certain movies. Um, especially like with the Avengers, I don't think the Avengers hits the same at home than it does in the movie theater. Especially when like uh, they use the they use the gauntlet and then everybody comes back into the you know what I'm saying into the real world or into our world, and then you know you're hearing like seventy five people behind you screaming and cheering because Captain America just walked out, or you know what I'm saying because the Black Panther just walked out or whatever. It's not the same just being at home, you know what I'm saying, watching it on your TV. So, I mean, with certain movies, I wouldn't mind them actually putting them out. I think that it would be super dope. I think it would be a um, a great opportunity, too. You know what I'm saying? And then, um, yeah, man, like, once again, like $15 or $20 compared to 100 for some 
popcorn, you can't beat that. No, you can't. And I think, and I'll close it out, but I think that when the movie business do, I don't think theaters are dead for the simple fact, like you said, people do like to go out. Some people look right. like, you know, there's, there's still a different kind of experience that you get. There's just like the argument of going to a game and watching a game at home. Yeah, the TV quality of a game is better. We all know that's better. But mm-hmm. being in that arena that or energy. being in that stadium is a different yeah. energy that you feel. And yeah. the movie will feel different being in the movie theater. So I think that they still can get that audience back. It's mm-hmm. just that right now, with, with not being able to large gatherings and all that stuff, like, just release it, man. Like, they pushed the tenant back again. So, yeah. like, they, they said indefinitely. So, we don't even know when they're going to come up with a date for the tenant. So, mm-hmm. you know, like, man, just, just release it. And when the movies come back, we'll, we'll go back to that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it, it'll, yeah. it'll go back. It'll go back. Yeah, so, man, I agree. So, man, uh, you know, I, I just want to say for the viewers and anonymous people, you know, uh, you can find, uh, man, we got to start promoting the, the, uh, the viewers anonymous uh, group page. Uh, we don't really, we don't really, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't, we don't really um, mention that a lot, man. Um, you got it, uh, what, VA, what, oh man, what's the name of it? Uh, it's the, the viewers anonymous watch group. Yeah, the VA Watch Group. So um, yep. go check that out on Facebook so we can build an audience on that. You'll see all the content that we have posted for previous episodes on there. Um, you can also go to the Stolen Time Podcast page on Facebook. Um, go follow me there. Leave some reviews or whatnot. Um, also go to the Stolen Time Pod page that is on Instagram. S.Foster8 on Instagram and Twitter. Um, go follow both of those pages. Um, I just dropped the episode uh, Wednesday. Uh, named that uh, ah, what I named it. Um, thank before, thank before dueling. You know what I'm saying? We we broke down the uh, Jonathan Isaac thing of not kneeling. Right not into the slap, right into the fire. Starting now. Right into the fire. Starting now. That yeah, great man, <laughs> yeah, I, I did that intentionally, man. I did that intentionally. Yeah. I, I, want, I wanted to get right to it. So, um, yeah. so we still we still pushing our content there. Um, shoot, that's that's really everything, you know. But the Stolen Time podcast on all major platforms. Also, yep. uh, uh, twenty eight minutes or less. They're all up under the Stolen Time podcast page, so you can find all those episodes there. The last one I did was episode seventeen. And that was top five war movies. Well, my top five war movies of all time. So that's the last thing that you will find for 28 minutes or less. Yes, sir, man. Um, you can go to Instagram and follow me, Scoots Bronson underscore TV. You can also go to Twitter at Scoots Bronson. Um, like you said, man, go to Facebook, follow the VA Watch Group. Um, we have um, something that we're trying to do. It's called uh, Rave is the app. You can go to Rave. You can use Rave to do watch groups just like they do the, the, the Netflix parties and all that. We can do whatever we want, whether it be Netflix, Hulu, something on YouTube, whatever. Um, we're going to get together and we're going to start doing watch parties, man, so you guys can also watch the movies with us. And then, you know what I'm saying, you can also get our takes during the movie and you can, you know what I'm saying, come back here 
And if you miss something in the movie, we might hook you up and tell you something, you know what I'm saying, like we always do. So definitely um, go there, join the group, make sure you post the movies that you want to see us talk about, make sure you post the opinions on the movies that we have talked about. And, um, you know what I'm saying, just give us some feedback, man. Let us know how we're doing. Um, you can also check me out on the Already Home podcast with my guy, Gan. You know what I'm saying? That's available on all podcast platforms. And you can also check me out on 15 Minutes of Fame, which I got some new episodes coming very soon. Like I said, I'm getting a list of people. I'm trying to get a whole catalog of episodes together so I can just drop them joints. You know what I'm saying? Whenever. I'm trying to be like S. Foster, man, and drop them joints whenever I feel like it instead of doing the weekly. So, you know what I'm saying? That's pretty much it for me, man. Yeah, and also to, for the people that are listening on the, the, the audio version, go to, or you didn't shout out the the YouTube page. Oh, yeah, I'm <laughs> tripping. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm tripping, man. We got, we got audio and, uh, you know what I'm saying, YouTube, so you know what I'm saying? You can hear us and you can see us. You can go to uh, my YouTube page, uh, Scoots Bronson TV. You can search Viewers Anonymous. And either one of those, you can definitely pull us up and find us. Um, well, we we're, we on, what, six or seven episodes now? We did, uh, we started with Six Underground, then we did Juice. And then, uh, then the terrible thing happened. We did Bad Boys for Life, but yeah, we, did. we, we lost that. that. I messed that one up. Oh, uh, that's all good, man. It happens all the time. Then we did Inception, <laughs> and yep. then we did Hunters. So this yep. is the fifth. This is the fifth one. The fifth one. Okay, so we got five. We got five episodes. We got a lot more coming. So you know, what I'm saying, go catch up or go. You know, what I'm saying, tell us about your favorite one. Feel free to go to YouTube, comment, and make sure you like and subscribe. Uh, make sure you follow us both. Make sure you subscribe to all our podcasts. Check out all our content as well. Yes, sir.